Well, hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. You guys know that I'm coming up on my speaking season and it's something I look forward to every single year. I missed it in COVID. Uh, what a mess. I still have PTSD from it. And one of my favorite places to speak is Teach Them Diligently. I've been working with David and Leslie Nunnery now for a very long time, and we've developed a friendship that has been both a blessing and an encouragement to me personally. Uh, Leslie's joining me on the show today. You guys are going to love this woman. We're going to encourage the socks right off of you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget, you guys, my Women's Conference Shine is coming up right here in Vancouver, Washington at Firmly Planted Family. And you guys can register for that by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. If you're interested to know where I'll be speaking, that is where you can find my speaking season. Speaking of that, I am so happy to have my friend Leslie Nunnery back on the show with me today. Leslie and I have been kicking around now for a long time. We've watched our babies grow up and get married and all the things. And uh, she's had a tremendous influence in her ministry. And I know you guys are going to be blessed. Leslie, my friend, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is always good to be here. I love hanging out with you, whether it's digitally or in person. It's always fun. I know, and we we absolutely are. We're gonna be we're gonna be doing the in person thing here pretty quick. So I'm looking for <laughs> looking forward to seeing yes. you. It's like it's like it's like uh, getting a cup of coffee with a friend virtually is great, but doing it in person, even better, even better. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. No, it's true. So I want to, we have a lot of new listeners to the show and you've, you've got a lot of experience, obviously in homeschooling. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about your personal journey, how you started homeschooling in happy hour today. But for right now, give us the brief introduction to you and your husband and the ministry that you guys founded. Oh, sure. I'd love to. Um, my husband, David, and I started a ministry called Teach Them Diligently surprisingly at the first year of, or at the end of the first year of homeschooling for us. So we knew nothing about anything, made all the mistakes <laughs> that that would imply. Um, but God called us to start an event to celebrate discipleship in homes, educating families. So to us, we call it heart schooling, but uh, discipleship and parenting is actually what you're called to do. And then home education is a great tool for that. So at Teach Them Diligently through our events and media and so on, we just want to help families line that up right because that removes friction and chaos and gives order and purpose. And it just changes everything when you've got your priorities right and your calling lined up right and, you know, kind of everything in order. So that uh, that's we've produced a whole bunch of events through the years and gotten to meet a whole lot of amazing people, thousands and thousands of great families. And God has just been really good. Yeah. And and I don't think I think it's worth saying that there are lots and lots of events where people can go and hear about homeschooling, but there aren't very many that are really focused on family discipleship. Right. That has always been the heart behind Teach Them Diligently. I think that the Lord has really blessed that vision because the truth is, I mean, you, you know, if you start homeschooling and it's all about academics, and you miss the heart of your child, well, then what in the world are you, you know, why are we even doing it? Because we can miss the heart, God's heart for families and your marriage suffers. I mean, you and I have uh, known people over the years who have sacrificed their marriages Absolutely. on the altar of homeschooling. And uh, that's why I do. I mean, I, I often will to be, I mean, you guys have me out there to talk about marriage almost every time I'm out. But I think that is so foundational. Have you guys noticed, I mean, you're getting feedback, I know, from people 
Um, but tell us a little bit about what it, you know, why it's so important that people come to these events, they're in person and they get the foundation pieces correct in homeschooling. Oh, um, you, you know, all, all through the year, we are as Christians and especially as discipleship-focused homeschooling Christians. So we are really, really yeah, investing yeah. in our family. So first of all, we're not even average in that way. We are really, really focused on what God has called us to do, and we're acting on it. So all year long, it's we are swimming upstream. We are going against the flow, and it is exhausting. And it it yeah. just, you've got this burden on your shoulders. And the amazing thing that happens when you come to a Teach Them Diligently event is that just kind of falls off as you look around and you see thousands of other people who are actually yeah. making the same decisions for their family that you are. The fellowship is so sweet and the camaraderie, you you feel like you've known everybody for years, even if you've just met them because you have so much in common. So it really, it's like a family reunion of people that you may not have even known before. It's it's really a unique dynamic, but it is a it is a blessed time. And then once you're there, because we know that homeschooling impacts every area of your family, every area of your life really, we offer speakers and and workshops to deal with every area. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, the the educating part is kind of the easy part. That, you know, you can get a lot of helps for that, but how that impacts your marriage, how that impacts your relationship with other people, how that impacts your purpose yeah. in life and how you fit into the grand scheme of things. All of those things are a little trickier, and so we want to make sure that we are really, really investing in the the families who come and, and shoring up those foundations as well as giving them the tools that they need to home educate excellently. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, we, we've we seen the sort of pendulum swing and I've been talking about this a little bit on my podcast lately. Like we, we've been focusing really hard, like for the last decade, for sure, as we're watching how the public schools are literally injuring our children. Yeah. And we've had a lot of parents pull their kids out of school. It's the right thing to do, but we can actually homeschool excellently and we can miss the heart Absolutely. piece of home education. And you guys, I think, and one of the reasons I love working with you so much is that you really have a different view of homeschooling than a lot of other homeschool advocates out there. I was listening to some pro-life speakers the other day and it was shocking to me to hear, like you'd think that the homeschool or that the, the pro-life movement would be just walking in lockstep. But there are people that call themselves pro-life who believe that sometimes abortion is yeah. necessary. Or I would call, you know, they would say, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm pro-life except for, you know, rape, incest, the life of the mother, you know, kind of garbage like that. And so there's different views inside of the pro-life movement, just like there are different views inside of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And you guys have a kind of different view uh, than other people who might be in the same space. How do you guys think that you've set yourselves apart that way? You know, when, when we started homeschooling many years ago, I forget how long it was. Every time I start to tell it, I should really have that written down. And when you okay, guys- I have a homeschool mom calculator. I'm going to bring it with me. Oh, beautiful. I have a homeschool mom calculator. And I made it. <laughs> nice. And you, you, yes, and you can add up, there's like all these different factors and you can find out how old you are in homeschooling. Oh, I do not want to know. <laughs> I am 187 years old in homeschooling. Wow. And you look beautiful. So, you are really wearing it well. well. <laughs> I'm just wearing my 187 years really well. <laughs> you just, you wear it up under it beautifully. Um, <laughs> We're holding up. Exactly. <laughs> but when, when you started homeschooling and when we did, uh, you know, if you said you were a homeschooler, there was kind of an assumption that you were a Christian, that there was a specific yeah. focus to what you were doing. 
And like you noted, since COVID really exposed all of this and and the the agenda of the schools has been so egregious for so long, yeah. you're seeing yep. this massive influx of people into the movement, but that really dilutes who we are as Christian homeschoolers if we're just going with yeah. the flow of that. And so it is more important than ever that we be distinct because we're no longer distinct just because we homeschool. We've got to be distinct yeah. within that arena. And that's really, so our niche, the people that we're really investing in are the people who who recognize that, who are doing this for discipleship reasons and who want to give yeah. their, their children a solid foundation for their faith, but also a solid foundation of education to, so that they don't have any doors closed to them in the days ahead. And they're able to pursue with excellence what God's called them to. Yeah. And it seems to me that, you know, we're going to be a lot more prone to experience the joy in homeschooling and less prone to burnout yeah. if we have the right perspective. Because no I know, I mean, you guys have, how many kids, how many kids have you homeschooled now? Four. Are they all graduating? No, my baby is a junior in high school. Oh my word. Okay. So, so, and that's how many kids you guys have again? Four. We have four. We didn't talk about that at the beginning of the show. Yep. We should have. Yeah. We have four. And your kids are so getting married. I had two that got married, one in July and one in December of this last year. Busy, busy, busy time. Oh, my word. Pretty soon the grandbabies are going to start coming, girl. Super excited I'm about that. You, hold, hold, hold on to your hat. You're going to look in the mirror and go, whoa, I'm somebody's grandma. And now I'm showing that 187 years. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that 187 years starting to sit. I'm great. Dude, it's the best gig on the planet, right? All the all of the newborn and none of the night shift. Nice. It's like- it's all the things. This is why the Bible says that the grandchildren are the crown of the aged because you get to enjoy it, right? But you're not like in the day-to-day -day like you have been, you know, for, for so many years. But I think when, when I look at, you know, reasons why I just want to quit homeschooling, and I've had a lot of them, right? Days that I've just been like, no one's listening to me. Mm -hmm. This isn't working. And the burnout comes when I my, my perspective is messed up, yep. my priorities are out of order, and I think part of the reason that is, is because I start feeling the weight of the world on me. Like, what is the world's idea of what my homeschool yep. should look like? And then I'm not thinking so much about what does God think about my homeschooling. I'm concerned about what my in-laws think or what somebody else might think. And that really does dramatically impact whether or not you're going to be able to stay in this thing mm -hmm. through the end. Because come on, Leslie, anybody can start homeschooling. Oh, yeah. What we want to do is get you to the finish line. Absolutely. We want to get you to the finish line. Well, and that's why it's so important to understand that your call is is really not to homeschool. You are called to parent your children and disciple them and bring them to Jesus. Homeschooling is a phenomenal tool for that, but it takes, you know, one of the things that I talk about a lot is realigning your thinking so that you're lining up your day-to-day -day activities, that homeschooling, the stuff that you're doing in the trenches with your calling. And when you do that, you know, parenting, discipleship, that's a much bigger long-term gig. And you're a lot less likely to give up on that because you know the stakes are so high. There's really no right. other option for 
who is going to parent my children? You know inherently that God chose you to do that. Um, so when you line up and realign your thinking, start actually defining your role in light of that, rather than I'm just a homeschool teacher. Anybody can do this. You know, I, that bus mm-hmm. is looking really, really good. It truly, right. <laughs> truly changes. It strengthens your resolve to stay because it's a much bigger mission than just like you noted before, going for the minds of your kids. We're going for the hearts mm-hmm. of our kids. And that is just mm-hmm. the stakes are so much higher. And so your resolve yeah. to stay day is so much more intense. Yeah. You guys have the perspective now uh, that you can look back, you know, this sort of gift Mm -hmm. of being able to look back and talk to a younger generation of moms who are just starting out homeschooling. And when you look back, what, what is something, Leslie, that you guys did that has actually paid off in, in, in huge dividends for your family and for your children that you maybe thought at the time, like, I don't know if this is even worth it. Oh, yeah. There are so many things. Like you said, that rear view mirror is beautiful. So many things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rear view mirror. Oh. It's, it's glorious. But one of the things I think that has been the most impactful was I started when my kids were really little, when we would all come to breakfast, I would tell them what I had studied in my devotions and just, you know, in at an age appropriate level. And then as that grew, they started wanting to do their own devotions, whatever that looked like, and then talking about it. And that started or that grew to where our table time in the morning just could extend for hours as we're just talking about all of these things. I'm getting so much insight into the way they think and what's in their heart. And what I didn't know, even as I was enjoying this time with my kids, was that I had been through my example without any forethought. I'm not smart enough to plan this out. But God, (laughs) through this little whispered idea, I had been modeling for them that a Christian gets up, has their time with God, and then talks about it. That's all. I was the only, you know, David and I both were doing this. We were the only Christians that my kids saw, right? So all Christians did this in their mind. And so it made it very easy for them to adopt similar habits where they were getting up, doing their devotions, and then talking about it. And now that they're adults, I really stand in awe of how comfortable they are talking about their faith because they Mm. practiced it all those years at the table, just having conversation. And, you know, it was not all high church type conversation, I assure you. There was so much, (laughs) so much nonsense and so many giggles and so many silly things. But all of that really weaves the tapestry of really tight relationships and knowing each other really well. And now I'm getting to see it, not just in the way that my adult kids are living their lives, but the the closeness that they still exhibit with one another. It's an awesome, awesome thing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It really is. And I and I love that you said it's nothing that you put a lot of thought into. I think, you know, I am have been saying for, to, you know, for a million years, you guys have heard me say it on stages, you know, even at your events, you can't pass on what you don't nope. possess. We cannot give to our children what we don't have. And so if we're not walking in right relationship with the Lord, we can't give that to our children. And there's something so precious about the simplicity yeah. of just taking the time in the morning because 
I mean, I, I think especially when I first started, I felt like, all right, here's my list of things, you know, math and reading and spelling and writing and history and all the things I'm going to teach. And, and you feel like, or at least I did, that I did, I was doing the devotional part, but I thought in the back of my head, I'm like, I should be doing math yeah. right now, right? And we're, if, we, if we get to the end of the day and we didn't get to our math lesson, somehow I'm a failure. Mm. But the reality is if I don't get to the end of my day and I've, if, I have, if I've gotten to the end of my day and I haven't led my children to Jesus, yeah. that's where we really, that's, that's the blessing of discipling our children through home education because we get to show them this is actually the most important thing because long after you've closed the last page on that math book and you're done by the grace of God teaching long division. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Long after you're done with that, by the grace of the Lord, your kids are going to be walking with Jesus Mm -hmm. and they're going to be calling you for crockpot recipes and bringing the kids over and asking you about the rash they found on the baby and all this stuff. And those things happen incrementally. And I think that's a really important lesson for uh, homeschool families to know, especially if you're like in the middle of your journey or the beginning of your journey in home education. Like it's the little things that you think aren't maybe making that big of a deal that end up being the big deal in the end. Absolutely. And that honestly, why part of realigning your thinking with your mission is also bringing in a new set of benchmarks to what makes a good day. So, you know, it's very easy for us to allow our planner to be our master. And so if I haven't gotten through everything in my planner, it's a bad day. But when you realign your thinking and have this new set of benchmarks, you know, to me, a good day is I know my child better than I did yesterday, or I saw growth. We took a detour because we were going for a heart issue and the Lord revealed I finally was able to get to the root of why this child is struggling so much. That's a good day. And I may not have gotten through anything in my planner, but I just had a really good heart schooling day. And so by, by actually physically lining stuff up, completely blowing up how we are gauging our days and, and putting the benchmarks that actually are missional and not just what we think that the world expects of us. It is a game changer for your peace of mind as a mom, your confidence in what you're doing, your contentment in your role, where you are, and your frustration of just feeling like you're failing all the time because all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're actually not because all those missional things that you were doing anyway, you're celebrating those little wins rather than focusing on the things that you missed on your planner. Yeah, it's true. And and you're speaking really good wisdom to the moms and dads who are listening to this going, what should I focus on? You're saying focus on the heart. I love to tell parents, you know, character is more important yeah. than curriculum. Every single day of the week and twice on Sunday, character is more important than curriculum. And if you don't believe me, go to any college campus right now, go to any government high school campus right now and watch what's happening, right? It is the heart of our children that we really want to get to. You guys are doing something really cool called Heart School. Tell me a little bit about it. So Heart School is really just back actually in 2020 when we had to shut all of our events down because the world Girl, went we don't crazy. Speak about that. The, We're not the time that shall not be named. Um, the time that shall not be mentioned. <laughs> exactly. Back then, um, you know, we were, we were pivoting and just praying that God would show us how to, to reach people going forward. And so um, we really started thinking of how do we quantify 
what teach them diligently homeschooling is, what we're trying Mm. to encourage families with. And we came up with the term heart school at that time because it really is the perfect intersection of biblical parenting and excellent home education. And so we are now, I've written a book about it. We have a masterclass. We're doing a lot of coaching. And we just had a small event this past weekend where we brought in couples and really just investing in small groups of couples at a time, walking through what are the marks of a heart school or what does it look like? How you start lining your life up this way and the the relief of just having somebody say out loud stuff that you kind of think in your head but you're like no it can't possibly be this easy it really is <laughs> not it's not rocket science but just like a lot of biblical principles a lot of good things every current of the world is going against you so you second guess yep. or you don't think it's worth it or whatever and we just really our message our, our mission now is to just help families weed through all of that and focus on what they're actually called to do and doing it well because that's how family are strengthened. And that's how legacies are actually born um, as we see our kids walk with the Lord as they launch out and start their own families. Yeah, it's really true. I'm noticing, I'm curious what you see uh, differences between the generation, the newer generation of homeschooling families and say your generation, uh, my generation, you know, I, I would consider myself, I mean, our oldest uh, child is 32. I'd consider myself on the tail end of the, of the pioneer yeah. kind of homeschoolers, right? You give Heidi St. John a little red wagon. I mean, once somebody, once the Lord got a hold of my heart and somebody showed me, you know, just the basics of homeschooling, I was like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to figure this out. Uh, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, a lot has happened in the homeschool movement. What kind of shifts have you seen that would sort of uh, separate this, the, the coming up generation from say the one that's sort of just now going, okay, all of our kids are graduating. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the big issues is this glut of information, this glut of influencers. 100%, that's what I was going to say. This, it's harder. It is. They, they, it Though they hard. have more resources and a lot of them are excellent. They're so good. Yeah. Reading through it is really hard, but also the finding your own way, actually focusing on mm-hmm. your own family is really, really difficult yeah. when you find yeah. yourself chasing pretty pictures and wanting to look like different everyone else. Influencers yeah. on Instagram and which by the way, those guys are like posting their A reel, you know, yeah. and they're they're like, look at we just went out and you know, I've already got a meal in the crock pot and I've already gotten the eggs from the chicken and we've studied the constitution. And my kids are reciting the first <laughs> book of Psalms and all the things. And you're like, wanna see how far my kid and spit a watermelon? Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. It is. And the other thing that just grieves me is because I see a lot of moms falling prey to this, I see them also, you know, they're shooting videos and they're doing all of this stuff, but they're never in the frame with their kids. And so I want to right. en- just really encourage families Forget about all of this. Get in the frame. Get right there. Do that life. Sit on the floor. Play the Legos. Get have in the, the frame. Yeah, That's really good. Have the conversations. Yeah. Make the messes. Spit the watermelon seeds with them. Um, Come on. But- <laughs> I'm about it. Spit the watermelon seed. <laughs> you can beat I up. I know that. you can. <laughs> you know it. You know it, girl. St. John's can spit watermelon seeds better than anybody I know. <laughs> but you really, I think you, 
I think you hit the nail on the head because I think it's almost like trying to take a drink from a fire no hydrant, question. right? All of these things that are out there right now. You know, when I started homeschooling, there is some question about whether or not a Becca would even sell to homeschoolers. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And so we were all like, well, I guess I could get a history book. And now it's like there's 700 history curriculums and 40 different math programs that you can look at. And everybody wants to tell you to teach your kid to read and all the things. And I'm just like, whoa, that that's a lot. It yeah. really is a lot. And if, if you, and this is another reason why I think it's so important what you're saying is focus on the heart, because if you're talking to the Lord and you're saying, God, look at there's 700 different math programs mm -hmm. I can choose from. Show me the one, right? Show me what's going to work for this child. He'll show you. Well, he does. And also when you have your mission in mind, that really yep. informs yep. your choices because you're going to have, it's actually going to weed out a lot of stuff that doesn't fit your mission, that will confuse your yeah. children, that you know, you'll know you be unteaching or whatever. And so that just by focusing on your mission already makes things more simple. Um, but then yeah. recognizing that you're getting to know your child more, you're getting to have a deeper relationship, all of that zeroing you in on those day-to-day -day choices. It really, if yeah. you start with the heart, the impact of that, even on those, those choices of curriculum and style and setup and all of this stuff, up, it becomes a whole lot easier. So talk to the mom or the dad that has like an eight-year-old right now. Let's say they've got an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old and maybe mom's got a, you know, a baby at the house and they're, they're trying to sort of get into a rhythm, but they've noticed that that eight-year-old really copping an attitude, right? Mm -hmm. And I hear this all the time. Moms will say to me, oh, I could never homeschool my kids because they don't, they don't listen to me. Yeah. I cannot get my child to listen to me. How could I possibly, you know, be expected to oversee their formal education when they won't stop bickering, when they're not listening to me, what what's your counsel? Oh, um, I, I'm I'm guarding my from words. Experience. <laughs> I'm guarding <laughs> my words. You know, the the Bible gives us the way to deal with all of those all of those hard issues. The the bickering, the not listening, all of that. It all comes down to a heart issue. There is always something underlying it. There is pride. There is selfishness. There is insecurity. There is anxiety. There is, you've provoked them to wrath. There's all of these different things at the heart of it. So I would say, first of all, that, and, and actually this is another thing I talk a lot about is this time of, um, of allowing yourself to de-school, to actually focus on your mission, to make just ditch all of the stuff that you've ever thought about school looking like to actually get down to the heart of, first of all, I have to have a relationship with my child that will give me the yeah. platform to teach them. So you're going to sit and read together. You're going to actually spend some beautiful time. Make cookies yes. together. Go on a walk. Learn naturally. Yeah, yeah. Just absolutely mm -hmm. get to where you enjoy your child and then help them to start to understand their their role within the family too. You know, I, I told my yeah, kids yeah. a thousand times as they were growing up, God created your sister to be your best friend forever. I know you guys have some friction right now. I know she drives you nuts, but <laughs> God put her here because he knew that you needed that friend. And it's such yeah. a gift. And so as we start to position for our kids, this gift of family and how God's plan for us is so much better than our own selfishness mm -hmm. or our own view of things, it really starts to change things. So focusing
focusing on relationships, helping our kids understand their place in the middle of those relationships goes so far towards giving you the platform to not only reach their heart more deeply, but also reach their mind with a lot of academic stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So good. Tell me if you uh, if you can relate to this. So there are many years, I mean, over homeschooling, you know, I've been doing this like you have a really long time. As I mentioned, 187 <laughs> years old. There were, there were seasons that I just was burned out, mm-hmm. tired. Um, sometimes it was a rough pregnancy. Sometimes it was a, a, a financial setback that just made me question whether or not I should be working or if, you know, something else should be happening. And in those moments, there were weeks, sometimes even months where I just felt like this, this isn't, this isn't working, yeah. you know? Uh, my kids are going to have gaps in their education or which by the way, they are, yes, they are. And it's okay because yep. Lord fills in those gaps. But when you look back at all the years that you had, you know, when your kids were at home and Rachel Carmen was just on the show with me the day and we were talking about the empty nest because that's stinking difficult. I mean, when your kids start leaving your home, there is no, it's hard mm. to touch the emotion and how that feels for, especially for a homeschool yep. mom, I think when your kids start leaving, but talk to the mom right now, who's just like, you know what, I've, I've, I've been doing this now for two years and Leslie, I don't get it. Yep. I don't understand what you're saying. So amazing. Cause this doesn't feel amazing to me. I don't feel like I'm any closer to my child. In fact, I feel tired. I'm kind of worn out. Sometimes I'm even angry. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've dealt, we've been through seasons like that. What kind of encouragement can you give to that mom? Because for happy hour, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about homeschooling through high school because I I know you can speak to this and I want parents to understand why homeschooling through high school is so awesome. Don't put your kids in a school for high school, for goodness sake. But talk to the mom who is discouraging. She's like, listen, Leslie, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad it's working for you. Yeah. Yeah. Glad that you look back and, uh, but I don't have that. And t- uh, what, what kind of encouragement can you give her? Oh, um, well, first of all, that you are not alone. I, there is not yep. a single homeschool mom among us who has not been there. Um, no matter I, what her Instagram looks no, like. No, no, I love <laughs> my kids, but there were definitely days where the likability factor was a little low. Um, <laughs> you know, they are yeah, they yeah. are as sinful as I am. And so when you have all of these sinners living together, you're going to have a lot of friction. And that's where actually refocusing on what God has called you to do, um, not focusing. So we get so laser focused on the homeschooling part of it. And we forget this is just a tool. This homes education is a fantastic tool for a discipleship focused parent. And so when we look at it as a tool, if we have to set that tool aside for a little bit because, you know, there is illness, there are doctor's appointments, there is a move, there is, you know, uh, parents who are ill, whatever it is, God, God isn't surprised. Yes. God isn't surprised by those detours that he sends your way. And it's amazing how much your children actually learn 
through those detours, through serving other people, for understanding that the world doesn't revolve around them, for learning just as you're out and about and you're just having these conversations, the amount of of stuff that comes out in those conversations that even now my kids will bring up little lessons or little facts or something that they learned just in passing. You know, as we've been doing Teach Them Diligently for, like I said, the entire time we've been homeschooling. And that was incredibly disruptive for our homeschool efforts a yeah, lot starting of a times. business. We did the same yeah, thing. Insane. I feel you. That's yeah. an insane thing to do. Who does that? <laughs> That's why we love each yeah. other so much. Because we're like, look, we're like, look at us. We're not dead. Exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> but what our kids both both of our kids learned through those times of disruption is first of all, what is your mission? So what didn't yeah. what did you not let slide? I never let slide my attention to relationships with my kids and my relationship yes. with David. Um yeah. There were times when I was like, mm, guys, we're going into the summer to fix, finish up some of this stuff because we took a lot of days <laughs> off. But the beauty of it is we had the flexibility to do that. And yeah, so right. leaning into the fact that you as a heart schooling parent can seize control of all of the educational choices for your children, that gives you not only power, but it gives you flexibility to make sure that that fits into your schedule and your family life in the best way possible. So I would just encourage you as you are so frustrated and and discouraged to focus on what is really important, those relationships, the hearts of your kids, Set put a pin in the schooling efforts yeah. for a little while and just spend time on those relationships. Do a unit study, do something just oh, fun yeah. and just mix it up. I would get more bored with homeschooling than my kids ever did. And so for, yeah. my, for my sanity, <laughs> <laughs> we would mix it up a lot. We would go yeah. hiking and look for leaves. And, you know, we found an ant killer or no, no, a cow killer ant on the trail one time. You come home, you're Googling it. You're like fascinated by all of this new stuff that you're learning. That's a better day of school than any book could ever offer. And so 100%. I would just encourage you to lean into that flexibility, lean into those relationships and keep your true calling to parent your children well in the center of your mind. So good. So good. Leslie Nunnery, you are a national treasure. I'm so glad that you're here today. Where can people find you online? You can find us at teachthemdiligently.net. All all the things are there. Teachthemdiligently.net. And I will see you. I'm going to see you in just a little bit at the National Religious Broadcasters Association Convention. And then I am speaking for Teach Them Diligently again this year. I'm super excited. Tell us where those conferences are being held. We have two large conferences this year. uh, And by large conferences, they're two and a half days full of about 150 workshop options, tons and tons of resources. Just it's like candy land for homeschool parents. Um, (laughs) But we will be in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, May 2nd through the 4th. And then we will be in Branson, Missouri, May 16th through the 18th. So uh, great family destinations. A lot of our families will come spend the week. They'll do family vacation stuff and then hang with us for a few days. And it's just a lot of fun. And you've got Dr. Ben Carson coming this year. He'll be will he be, is he going to be in both of them? He will, okay. he will be there. Um, Stephen Kendrick, who they have a new, the Kendrick brothers have a new movie coming yep. out. He'll be there. Um, just, there are a ton of really awesome speakers. Some of I, the best speakers in Christian homeschooling are speaking at Teach Them Diligently. So you want to come see him. 
I agree. I could not agree more. We're super excited. So you guys can find out more at teachemdiligently.net. Let's so you come back for happy hour and wow. let's let's dish about homeschooling through high school and kind of what that taught you and maybe give some encouragement to people who are like, I just don't know if I can do high school. Can they do high school? They can absolutely. If I can do high school, you can do high school. I assure you. That's that's exactly right. That's what I love about you. All right, you guys, I hope you've had a really encouraging time listening uh, to Leslie Nunnery. You guys can find out more, and I hope that you will, by going to teachthemdiligently.net. As I said before, I will be there at both events this year. Really looking forward to it. Coming out, say hello. Love to uh, hug your neck and hear what God's doing in your life. We need each other, you guys. Show up to these events. It's really, really important. Thank you so much for listening. If you are subscribed to the Heidi St. John podcast, stick around for happy hour. Leslie is going to be talking with me about homeschooling through high school, some things we've learned, some things we maybe wouldn't do again, and some things that helped us go the distance. If that's you, hop on over to happy hour. You can subscribe by going to Spotify. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith 